Well, hello again, church family and uh, others looking in this morning. Welcome to our Kings at Home Daily this Thursday morning. My name's Goff, and my privilege to be taking you through the next uh, couple of psalms that we're looking at today. First of all, I hope you're well. hope you're doing well, keeping your heart uh, in good shape and uh, ready to be blessed this morning through God's word to us. Um, I've got far more than I can really do justice to this morning. I've been given two psalms, Psalm 22 and 23. So much I could say, but time's limited. Yesterday, when I finished, I said that I would say a little bit about kingship in, uh, in the Psalms and in the Old Testament, because it's a theme that comes up quite a lot. Um, reference to the king was in the Psalms yesterday. Uh, just to remind you that in the Old Testament, uh, God was the king. He was the king of the people, as it were. He brought them out of Egypt. He was their strong deliverer, their, uh, their, their king. And, and yet when they came to, to the, into the promised land, they, they, they wanted to be like other nations, the children of Israel. They wanted to have a king like the other nations, and they, they went on and on about it. And uh, uh, poor old Samuel in the end, uh, you know, he was, Lord, what am I going to do with them? And, and, and God said, okay, let them have a king. And of course, Saul was the first king, and that didn't go great. Um, and um, so after that, of course, came David. Now, do you remember when Samuel went to, uh, to, 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 to choose one of the sons of Jesse and uh, he looked at all the different, different sons and uh, David was the last, the least, the little, the end of the line and out in the fields and so on. Um, and there's a lovely phrase where, 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 where it says that man looks on the outward but God looks on the heart. And so in, in, in finding a new king, a replacement for Saul, who hadn't done well, um, God was choosing a man with his own heart. Now, David wasn't perfect. We all know that. He, he had pretty big flaws in his character. And yet he had a heart after the Lord. Um, in fact, somewhere he's called Israel's singer of songs. And of course, we've got the Psalms. So he had a heart after God. And so David was really the, uh, the, the high point of kings in Israel. Solomon afterwards, it was all very flash and, uh, and so on. But after that, it was downhill till kingship came to an end with the uh, Babylonian captivity and so on. So the Davidic king, David as king, was a high point. And what you find is that, the, that as the Old Testament went on, the, the prophets started to prophesy about the future. They prophesied about another king from the line of David. And he'll be a, a, sort of a, like David, but even better, he'll be a Messiah. So there's this prophetic longing for this king, this perfect king, who would truly lead God's people um, into, uh, in, in, into victory and so on. So you, that, that you'll find these glimpses of the, that future figure, that future king, throughout the Old Testament, especially in the prophets and in the Psalms. Uh, we read about a king yesterday. Do you remember I mentioned about the king, all, thing, all things having been put under his feet? Well, that was never going to be fulfilled until Jesus came. And when he rose from the dead, all things placed under his feet. Well, 
Psalm 22 is full of references to Jesus. Many of the Psalms are, are little glimpses of, of, of the coming one, of Jesus. Um, uh, we call them messianic Psalms. And this one, Psalm 22, it's, it's perhaps the, the most uh, uh, messianic of all. So many references to Jesus. I'll read it to you and you'll see what I mean. So Psalm 22 and verse 1. My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? The words of Jesus on the cross, written hundreds of years before Jesus came. We don't know what the circumstance was in David's life in writing this, but uh, he obviously something's going on and yet he's prophesying as he's as he's speaking here. My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Why are you so far from, from saving me? My God, I cry out by day, but you don't answer. By night I find no rest. Yet you are enthroned as the Holy One. You are the one Israel praises. Thinking now of David, it's beautiful. Even though he's going through a really hard time, he, he's still got that sure knowledge that God is in control. That's, that's helpful for us. When we, you might feel forsaken. You might feel as though you're in a hard place. But let's hold on to this, this confidence that, that God is the, he's the Holy One. He's, he, he, he's glorious. And we're going to hold on to him. You are enthroned as the Holy One. You're the one Israel praises. In, our, in you, and our ancestors put their trust. They trusted you and you delivered them. To you they cried out and they were saved. In you they trusted and they were not put to shame. Lovely verse. There's a lot. The, the, no one who, who puts their hope in you will be put to shame. That's lovely, lovely verse. Um, but listen, here we go. But I am a worm and not a man, scorned by everyone, despised by people. All who see me mock me. They hurl insults, shaking their heads. Speaking of the cross, the, the depths that Jesus stooped to, to save you and me. They hurl insults, shaking their heads. He trusts in the Lord, they say. Let the Lord rescue him. Remember the, the taunts on the cross? Let the Lord deliver him, since he delights in him. Yet you brought me out of, the, out of the womb. You made me trust in you, even at my mother's breasts. From birth I was cast on you. From my mother's womb you've been my God. Here we've got, again, we're back to David. And David, is he's not letting go of the fact that God is, has been faithful in his life, even though he's going through a difficult time now. Don't be far from me, for trouble is near and there's no one to help. Now we're coming back to Jesus on the cross. Many bulls surround me. Strong bulls of Bashan encircle me. Roaring lions, they tear their prey. They open their mouths wide against me. I'm poured out like water. All my bones are out of joint. My heart has turned to wax. It has melted within me. My mouth is dried up like a potch herd. Do you remember Jesus, his mouth dry? My tongue sticks to the roof of my mouth. You lay me in the dust of death. This is, I think Spurgeon says, this is such holy ground, this psalm. The depths that Jesus went to save you and me. He took our disgrace, our sin. He took it all upon himself. 
and he humbled himself even to death on a cross. They divide my clothes among them. They cast lots for my garment. But you, Lord, don't be far from me. You're my strength. Come quickly to help me. Deliver me from the sword, my precious life from the power of the dogs. Rescue me from the mouth of the lions. Save me from the horns of the wild oxen. I will declare your name to the brethren or my people. I'm reminded of the words of the tomb, Jesus to Mary. Go tell my brethren, go tell my brethren. I will declare your name to my brethren. In the assembly, I will praise you. You who fear the Lord, praise him. All you descendants of Jacob, honour him. Revere him, all you descendants of Israel. For he has not despised or, or scorned the suffering of the afflicted one. He has not hidden his face from him, but has listened to his cry for help. It's, it's, speaking, it's now speaking of a triumph of the cross. From you comes the theme of my praise in the great assembly those who fear you I will fulfill my before those who fear you I will fulfill my vows my, my vows the poor will eat and be satisfied those who seek the Lord will praise him may your hearts live forever and now it's speaking about the effect of the cross the across the nations all the ends of the earth will remember and turn to the Lord and all the families of the nations will bow down before him, for dominion belongs to the Lord, and he rules over the nations. That's speaking about Jesus being risen, ascended, and glorified. That's who he is now, and it's, it's beautiful. Um, my time has pretty much gone, but let's just go down to the last verse. They will proclaim his righteousness, declaring to a people yet unborn, he has done it it is finished such a wonderful psalm speaking about Jesus all those years hundreds of years before he came and because of Psalm 22 because of what Jesus has done for us we've got Psalm 23 and I'll leave you to enjoy that one today because Jesus has paid the price for you and for me we can say with David the Lord is my shepherd. I lack nothing. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me besides quiet water. He refreshes, restores my soul. So go and enjoy Psalm 23. Just go through that psalm today. Just mull on it and remember, just glance back to Psalm 22 all those pictures of the cross what it costs for Jesus to make a way for you and I to become sons and daughters of our Heavenly Father beautiful I hope you enjoyed that I hope that's helpful and go, go enjoy Psalm 23 and uh, don't, don't forget that, it, that Psalm 22 uh, is all about the price so that we could be we could say the Lord is my shepherd. I hope that's helpful. Have a great day and uh, see you again soon. God bless you.